Are you afraid that your kids are going to live in your basement until they inherit your house? At the Kid Factor Academy, we can ease your fears and empower your kids. Go to thekidfactor.fun to book a free chat with me and learn how to get your kids to move out of your basement sooner. Hey, young entrepreneurs and savvy parents. On this podcast, we are unlocking the secrets to financial success and empowering young minds through financial education, personal development, and entrepreneurship. We're here to provide practical tips and guidance on raising unstoppable and money-savvy kids. We'll explore inspiring stories from young trailblazers and interview successful entrepreneurs so your kids won't inherit your financial history. It's never too late to learn about money and build the life most adults only dream of. From managing your birthday money to starting your own community-based business or even launching an online business, we've got you covered. I started my first business at the age of six and a half. I've been a lifelong entrepreneur ever since. So buckle up and join us on this thrilling adventure that will empower you and your kids to achieve unstoppable greatness and generational wealth. I'm your host, Barb V, and this is the Kid Factor Podcast. Kid Factor Nation, and welcome back to the Kid Factor, where we explore the exciting world of money, entrepreneurship, business, and personal development for kids and family. If this is your first time here, welcome to the Kid Factor, and boy, do we have a episode for you today. If you're coming back, thank you for coming back, and I am thrilled with what we're about to drop today because it will change the trajectory of your life or your family's life today and into the future. My name is Barb V and I am the host of The Kid Factor. Today we're diving into a topic that might surprise you and then it might not. We're diving into why your child and or your entire family should own their own business. I know for the past several episodes, we've been talking about money. We've been talking about business and entrepreneurship. The next episodes coming, we're going to actually start talking to lawyers and financial educators in the area of business that you're going to want to listen to. But this month's past episodes and today is going to bring it all together to you for you to better understand why right now, this month, today, regardless of what day it is, regardless of what month it is, you and your family should be starting your own business or up-leveling the business you've already started. So picture this. You have a group of enthusiastic kids, eyes sparkling with excitement as they learn the ropes of running their own business. But wait, you might wonder why. What business? How can a child benefit from such a venture? Well, entrepreneurship isn't just about making money. It's about fostering crucial life skills that can shape a child's future. 
By starting their very own business, kids learn the fundamentals of business, from budgeting and marketing to customer service and problem solving. But it doesn't have to stop there. You know, I was and am a former classroom math teacher. So imagine the math lessons embedded in business and calculating profits, counting money and coins. Think about the creativity involved in designing, eye-catching displays, and choosing the perfect products to sell. I can't wait. In a couple weeks, we have two young ladies who have started their own apparel business. And the interview that we share with them is going to ignite your excitement and help you better realize that if they these two 13-year-olds can do it, so can you and your family. But let's get back to today's episode. When a business owner has to communicate skills and develop com- good communication skills that they sharpen through interactions with customers, negotiating supplies, working with clients, hiring individuals to do work outside of their zone of genius. Starting a business is phenomenal for a young person. And the venture lies in the interdisciplinary nature of running a business. I know I've talked about this before, but think about it. When you're in school, you're expected to sit in a classroom and you're expected to do math for 45 minutes, 90 minutes, 60 minutes, and that's the only time during the day that you do math. Or English. You only do English during these certain times of the day. And maybe even certain days of the week or social studies. But when you run a business, you're utilizing all of those academic classes all the time, every day in your business. So suddenly subjects like math, art, and communication can come alive in the real world context, making learning not just educational, but downright fun, which is why The Kid Factor has a website at thekidfactor.fun. So you might be wondering, How can families embark on this journey together? And what will it entail? Well, it's really simpler than you think. With a bit of research, some entrepreneurial spirit, and a dash of creativity, families can turn a business into a bonding experience, teaching their children invaluable lessons about teamwork, responsibility, resilience, And so many other things. Now, recently I was asked by a parent, why would I want my child to learn to run a business even before they were 10 years old? They're going to fail. They don't know how to run a business. But here's the key points. Number one, 
your child will develop better financial literacy skills. Learning about business at a young age helps children understand the basic financial concepts like revenue, expenses, profit, loss, budgeting, and at the same time, they're building confidence. Running a business can boost your child's self-esteem and confidence as they learn to take initiative, make choices and decisions, and then see the results from their efforts. In a few moments, I'm going to tell you a deeper story about one of my young entrepreneurs, Alan. And how Alan started with me when he was eight years old. A lot of you have heard portions of Alan's story, but today you're going to hear more. But think about it. Would you like to foster independence in your child? Maybe you're saying, Barb, I don't have the time. No, but entrepreneurship teaches your child to think independently, solve problems of creativity, and take responsibility for their actions, fostering their own independence and their own self-reliance. When you work with me at the Kid Factor Academy, we have a 12-week program and a six-month program and a 12-month program where we will go hand-in-hand with both you and your children, your whole family, and help you to all learn and develop the skills to run your own business. To utilize the tax benefits for running your own family home-based business. So think about it. Creating cult, create, create, mm. Cultivating creativity and innovation in your child helps by operating a business while you encourage your child to think outside the box, to be more innovative, come up with new ideas to solve problems or to meet the needs of customers. All of these skills are beneficial additional skills outside of the basic business operational skills that they're going to need. We start with our young entrepreneurs at the age of six. And when we start with our young entrepreneurs at six, we have them starting a business. And the cool part is they have what we call the kid factor. And we'll talk about that in Alan's story in just a moment. But they have the kid factor that allows them to get more support and to make mistakes, but to do so in a safer environment than if they were a young adult or an adult. And that's one of the beauties of the kid factor. So think about the practical skills that they would learn from running a business which involves various skills such as communication, marketing, sales, personal and business time management, organizational skills, customer service skills. And these are valuable for the success in their lives 
both personally and professionally. And if they learned it at age 6, 8, 10 years old, 15, 17 years old, they have these skills and they have practice in developing them and improving on those skills long before most college graduates have them, before most employees have them. And the beautiful part is that you and your children can have these businesses even while working for someone else. When you work for yourself, you develop skills that are different from the skills that you might develop as an employee. Now, understanding the value of hard work That's not easily taught in the school or in a classroom. But through entrepreneurship, children can learn the value of hard work, perseverance, and resilience in setting and achieving their goals while also overcoming obstacles. Think about this. Encouraging your child through critical thinking. Entrepreneurship requires critical thinking skills as children analyze the market trends, identify opportunities, assess the risks, and make strategic decisions to grow their business. One of my young entrepreneurs, I've mentioned him before, he has an egg business because he raises chickens and he sells his eggs. All of the critical thinking skills that he has generated from running his own egg business, as a little aside, while he's still going to school and even selling some of his eggs to his teachers, his teachers are paying him as he's learning outside of their classroom and outside of the curriculum that most teachers cannot teach. So, managing responsibility and accountability. Managing a business teaches your child about accountability and the consequences of their actions. As they learn to manage resources, meet deadlines, and even fulfill commitments that they have made. Their own personal level of responsibility and accountability will increase. Now, if you start teaching this to your child at age 8, 10, 12, where do you think their level of responsibility and accountability will be when they begin to draw closer to that age of driving a car. Of asking you, can I borrow the car tonight? Well, if this is done correctly, early enough, not only will your child never have to ask you to borrow your car or ask you to borrow some money, to put gas in the car or to pay for the car insurance, 
if you do this correctly like Alan's dad did, when your child turns 16, your child might be able to already purchase their own car, either a new one or a used one, and have the responsibility and the accountability that so many college graduates might not have because you started working with your child at an early age to prepare them for the future. Think about it. Learning about business at a young age prepares your child for the realities of our modern economy. And it also equips them with the skills and the knowledge that can help them succeed in whatever future careers or entrepreneurial endeavors they may choose to undertake. Instilling the values of ethics and integrity through entrepreneurship provides the opportunities for your children to learn about ethical business practices, honesty, integrity, and the importance of treating their customers, their employees, and their business partners with respect and fairness. And as you do this, and you take all of these things into consideration with your children, as they're working through their business their successes, their setbacks, their obstacles, their failures, and their ultimate achievement of the goals that they've set for themselves, you are creating a growth mindset. Running a business encourages your children to embrace that positive growth mindset where they view challenges as opportunities for learning rather than setbacks, disappointments, and obstacles that may stop them in other areas of their lives. The other key factor in helping your child grow their own business or your family to grow a business empowers your children and yourselves into financial independence. Entrepreneurship and business empowers children to create their own resources and their own sources of income. Fostering financial independence and reducing dependence upon others for their financial support. So by exposing your children to entrepreneurship at a young age, you as parents, guardians, aunts and uncles, Mentors can help these young people develop essential life skills, attitudes, and values that will serve them throughout the rest of their lives. Now, picture this. A 12-year-old who has been in business for four years
goes to an event and he purchases his very first real estate property. Let me say that again. I want you to understand and explore the concept of Alan, a 12-year-old armed with the determination and the courage to step into an environment filled with adults. He's the only kid there. And little do they know, the adults, that in a few moments, this young man is going to not only change his life forever, but he's also going to change their lives forever. What if this child were your child, regardless of age? I have worked with thousands of families, tens of thousands of children over the years. And yes, not every child succeeds because not every child or family follows through and utilizes all the lessons that are taught. But if you think about it, have you utilized all the lessons that you've been taught? And if you haven't, what have you lost out on? Right now, Alan is about to turn 18. But when he was eight years old, I began working with him and he started his very first business. And then at age 12, he came to me with his dad and said, Miss Barb, I don't want to do this business anymore to grow. I've already hired employees to work in my first business. I want to grow a bigger business. And I assisted Alan and his dad to enter the environment and the landscape of real estate. Now, you might be thinking, you know, at 12 years old, what can a 12-year-old do or buy in real estate? Well, with the support and the proper education to both Alan and his dad, They were able to achieve something that many of you might not believe. But they knew and had studied and do, had done their due diligence to the point where Alan was able to accomplish something that most adults never even think of, never are able to do. But because Alan had not only 
four years of amazing business experience, running his own business, growing his own business, he was able to walk onto this adult stage and blow away all the other adults. What am I talking about? Alan, Alan found himself surrounded by seasoned real estate investors. And he actually walked into a county auction. And it was a live auction with some well over 30 some properties up for bid at the auction that he and his dad went to. But they had done their homework and their due diligence. Alan selected with the help of his dad and with the help of myself and his local real estate investor. He had selected the one choice property they wanted to bid on. Now, if I told you that Alan at age 12 went in and bought some real estate, some realtors would tell me that's not possible. But it is when you know and understand what it takes to enter that environment. Some realtors don't have a clue what happens in a local auction on county forfeited land. The county doesn't want to own this, these properties, be it raw land, commercial land, or residential. Alan and his dad chose a residential property. It was a three bedroom, two bath, unfinished basement. Actually, I think the basement even had some dirt, dirt floor in the basement and a fenced in backyard. It had been vacant for a number of years. So it needed some TLC, tender loving care, some cleanup. They were able to drive past and inspect the exterior of the property, look into some of the windows that were not boarded up and realize this was the property they wanted. And doing everything that I told Alan and his dad to do. From going in to that auction in a suit and tie as a 12-year-old with his business cards from his business that he owns, Alan went up and introduced himself to every person in that room prior to the start of the auction. And he told them, hi, my name is Alan. And he stuck out his hand and he shook their hands. He gave them one of his business cards and he said, I am bidding on this property. And he told them exactly which property he was bidding on. And he told them his goal was to expand his financial literacy. To expand everything that he had learned in business and the things that he had learned in business that he was never taught 
as a public school student. And some of you might find this challenging to believe that a 12-year-old walked into this auction filled with adults and seasoned real estate investors and walked out with the house that he wanted. Now, why? Well, the first reason is because he knew what he wanted. He had done his homework. And some people might say, well, the legal and the contractual limitations in most jurisdictions does not allow a minor to enter a legally binding contract, including real estate transactions, without the consent of a parent or legal guardian. Here's the key. He had his dad there with him. Thus making it a legal transaction because his dad was signing the paperwork for Alan and Alan was buying the property under his LLC, his limited liability corporation that he had already owned and had amassed a wonderful portfolio with and positive good business credit all because he had started working with me four years earlier. Are you ready to start working with me or do you want to learn more? Please reach out to me. Shoot me an email. DM me on social media. Because most people will say the legal limitation may lead people to question the feasibility of a 12-year-old purchasing a house independently. Well, he didn't do it 100% independently because he did it with his dad. His dad signed the papers, giving him the permission to do it in their state. When you work with me, we look at what's required in your state. But Alan didn't jump right into this. He had been working for four years. If you remember, he took his birthday money and his Christmas money and he started his first business with that prior to buying a liability that he originally wanted to purchase. Once he worked with me, he understood assets and liabilities. So he began with an asset and then he let his assets grow. Many people are accustomed to the traditional real estate practices involving realtors, mortgage lenders, and standardized purchase processes. The idea of purchasing a house under retail value or utilizing alternative buying options, especially without the involvement of a realtor, may raise skepticism due to your lack of understanding of such methods. Now, a lot of people don't understand the perceived property value, the significant disparity between the ported purchase price and the appraised value 
might raise doubts about the accuracy or legitimacy of the transaction Alan and his dad entered into. Many people question how a property can be sold for such a low price relative to its appraised value. But because of the way Alan went into this transaction and he went in prepared, he was ready to change his life. In many cultures and societies, there are ingrained beliefs and assumptions about age, wealth, property ownership, and the notion of a 12-year-old acquiring a real estate property, particularly a house, might challenge the norms and therefore meet with some skepticism and disbelief. But when you know what you don't know or you learn about what you don't know, that others who are in the know, like Alan and his dad, and myself and my team, you're going to realize the opportunities for you and your family to get into any business without going through those cultural and social norms. Many people hear, even in the news today, about millionaires and billionaires who do not pay taxes. And you work a nine to five job or a nine to nine job or a seven to seven job seven days a week. And you have no idea how a 12 year old can do what they can do. The key is they know things that you don't. And it's not your fault. It's not a secret. It's just learning and knowledge that you have yet to acquire for yourself or your children. So the potential misconceptions or misinformation without sufficient information or context about a specific circumstance of a transaction such as the one that Alan took, many people may rely on the assumptions and misconceptions leading them to question the feasibility of a 12-year-old purchasing a house. So the skepticism and the disbelief surrounding the idea that Alan at age 12 was able to purchase a house stems from a combination of factors, including limited financial literacy, limited legal constraints that you're not aware of, skepticism about alternative buying options, perceived discrepancies in property value, cultural norms, and even potential misconceptions or misinformation. Now, why would you want your child to purchase a house? How did Alan do it? Well, he had all the things in place that he needed prior to going in. But if you remember, when I first started today, we talked about what are the benefits of your young children running a business. 
developing financial literacy, building confidence, fostering independence, cultivating creativity and innovation, learning practical skills, understanding the value of hard work, encouraging and learning critical thinking, fostering and promoting responsibility and accountability, preparing for the future, instilling values and ethics and integrity, creating growth mindset, empowering financial independence. If I told Alan his his dad, when Alan was eight years old, and I think his sister was six at the time, had I gone to them at that point and I said, hey, I'm going to teach you how to go out and buy your first piece of real estate. And Alan, you're going to do this. Alan would have said, oh my gosh, no, I'm not. Because he had not yet developed that growth mindset. He had not yet prepared himself for where his learning would take him as a business owner. He had not been encouraged to utilize his critical thinking skills, to analyze the market trends, to identify opportunities. But because we had worked together previously for the past previous four years. Alan understood budgeting. He understood customer service. He understood marketing and problem solving. He understood real estate. He understood the power of location, location, location. He understood the power of generating income by selling products to customers that wanted what he had to offer. Alan had the solution for his customers. And through customer service, trial and error, communication skills, at the age of 12, he was able to walk in to a county land auction, talk to all the adults there in a suit and tie and being comfortable in that suit and tie at age 12, being comfortable stating his name and shaking hands and looking at these adults eye to eye or looking them in, looking into their eyes. He wasn't quite as tall as some of the adults, but he was able to do all of this. And this is what I teach my young people. I remember one of my young people, his name's Paul. Paul, if you're listening, thank you. Please share this with others and tell people about your story. Paul started a similar business to Alan when he was 10 or 11. And when he first got involved in our business program, he was an immigrant from another country living in Canada. And he spoke English as a second language. And he had gotten picked on at school and bullied at school. But Paul listened to what I shared with him. We met like we always do on a weekly basis with he in class. His parents met with me on a monthly basis to the point where when he was ready to go out into the community, he was able to walk into a mall, into a specific store in the mall, meet with the owner of the store. And when he shared his business plan, his personal and business goals, and he was able to show that business owner his license to doing business in their country and in their province, he walked out with his first contract. Paul and his mom had barely gotten to the car before Paul jumped on the phone and called me all excited because it had built, we had built his confidence from day one. I didn't scare him. I didn't tell him he had to do this. When he said, Miss Barb, I'm scared. I don't want to talk to other adults. 
when he and I first started, he didn't even have the courage to have his video camera on during our Zoom meetings. But eventually we got Paul to that stage. And then not only did he do that, but he surpassed it. When I recently spoke with his mom, she told me what he's up to now. Paul owns a huge business now and he's 17 years old. He owns his own car at 17. His mom credits his going through our program, the Kid Factor Academy, learning to start his first small little business to where he is today. And she was so excited. I didn't get the chance to talk to Paul because he was at a athletic tournament. And when his mom shared with me the stories that reminded me of where he was when he started to where he is today. And having been isolated when the world shut down, Paul was still able to do his business. Paul was still able to do so many things. And today is doing so many more things because he had a mentor that believed in him, a mentor and a teacher who gave him the power to believe in himself and to overcome his own self-inflicted hurdles one hurdle at a time because together we broke down his walls of fear and his anxiety and his lack of confidence to a point where he is thriving and as a teacher as a mentor as a host to the kid factor that is one of the most powerful things that I've ever been able to achieve in my life is empowering our young people and our families to change the trajectory in their lives, going from self-doubt to success. So let me finish by sharing with you a little bit more of Alan's story. In the center of that county auction hall, Alan found himself surrounded by seasoned bidders and a few curious onlookers with his dad by his side and his sights set on his specific property a three-bedroom, two-bath home with an unfinished basement and a fenced-in backyard. Alan made the minimum bid, and as the bidding commenced, anticipation filled that room. The auctioneer announces that the property that Alan bid on at the minimum bid, no one else in the room bid against him. Why not? Because they were connected to him when he went previous to the start of the bidding and he looked each one of them in his their faces and he gave them his business card and he told them who he was not a single one of those adults bid against him and when the auctioneer announced that the winner of the house that Alan bid on was Alan with the minimum bid of $100. Alan leapt up into the air and let out the biggest scream of joy and happiness. He gave his dad a huge hug and a huge high five because with unwavering determination, Alan placed his bid and fueled by a dream of home ownership at the age of 12 years old, Alan walked away with his first full real estate property at the age of 12 for the minimum bid of $100, one Benjamin. Now, if you had listened to the previous episode of The Kid Factor, where I talked about Alan's work and learning about how Alan 
learned about assets and liabilities, where Alan learned to take care of his employees, and how Ben is one of my favorite employees, meaning Benjamin, on the $100 bill. Alan and his dad signed the necessary paperwork and took ownership of that property because of the kid factor. Alan being a kid and all the other aspects that went into that auction, Alan walked out of there the proud owner of that property because no other adult was ready or willing to steal that home and his dream away from Alan. Kid Factor family, I am so excited for what so many of you are ready to do this year. I want to be able to champion your story, to share your story, similar to Alan's stories, Paul's stories, Susan's story, Barrett's story, Anthony's story, Celeste's story, Tammy's story, and so many other family stories. I want to tell your story. I want you to help. I want to help you tell your story. I want to help you write your book, how to create your own digital vending products, how to buy your own first property, how to sell your eggs, how to take your passion, your love, and your skills to the next level and to do it right. Thank you so much for being here, for listening, and Kid Factor family, please listen. If this story and today's episode sparks something in you, inside of you, in your heart, please share it with someone else. With the recent changes to Apple, if you had previously subscribed to the Kid Factor, please go back and make sure you are still subscribed to the Kid Factor podcast. The algorithms have changed. And some of those of you that have subscribed in the past have been unsubscribed. If you changed your Apple software program, Apple unsubscribed you to most of your podcasts. Please make sure that you are still subscribed to The Kid Factor and let me know what you think of this episode. Go leave a review. Share a five-star review with your friends. Tell us why you love The Kid Factor and share this episode. We are so excited to help so many families change this year. And I'm looking forward to sharing the interviews that we have coming up with so many new young entrepreneurs, so many professionals who are going to be able to help you in all that you're doing to improve your life. Because the more you know and the more you experience and change the way you think today, the things you think about are going to change as well. And until next time, remember your ABCs. Be strong in all that you do, in academics, in business, in cash flow, and most importantly, in life. And you will be unstoppable. And you'll be able to create a life that others only dream of. Just like Alan and his dad. Just like so many of the other families who have taken advantage of the Kid Factor Academy. I look forward to working with you all soon. And until then, be strong in all that you do. I'm Barb V, your host and your biggest cheerleader here at the Kid Factor. Thank you so much for joining us today. 
If you were inspired or learned something new, please follow the show. Submit a rating and review and share us with your friends and family. Be sure to go to our website, thekidfactor.fun, to receive your free PDF tips for raising financially independent kids. 